Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Thank you so much for bearing with me the past couple weeks. I know it's been a little while since the last episode, but I needed a much, uh, a much needed vacation. I went back to Greece to visit my parents for a little bit, for a little disconnection from reality. Uh, and there have been a few change-ups in my life right now, so I just needed a moment, you know? Uh, but actually, on the trip back home, uh, I was inspired for this, for this week's episode by a brilliant conversation I had with my grandmother of all people. Uh, so we got into a very deep conversation about how we as a society, we as individuals, owe the world the contribution, the maximum contribution that we can make. It's almost like we owe it to the world for being here as an exchange for the, the beauty of the life that we get to live. It's our duty to find a, a metric, something that we can contribute to the world in exchange. Now, some might look at this from a spiritual or religious perspective, but that's not exactly the lens that I'm taking to hopefully portray this. I believe that simply as our duty to society, we need to be of value. We need to be of use. And I'm not trying to say anything grandiose or whatnot, but I think it's our duty to leave the world just a little better than what we found it. I think that's a very fair trade for the experience that we're able to, to live throughout our lives. <laughs> Um, and I'd also want to explore a little bit about how we can determine and understand our role in societies and, respons and our responsibilities in a world which typically has evaluated respect or, or value through age or other superficial metrics. Now, I'd like to begin by discussing the definition of contribution. And I'm going to start by highlighting and emphasizing that contribution doesn't need to be related to financial or career success. Contribution can be the tiniest of things. The smiles that you leave or that you, you give to other people just by complimenting them or, or returning a smile or the little acts of kindness that really are more meaningful than many might in initially think because they can significantly change the trajectory of someone's day. If you're ever having a bad day or if, if, if you've ever seen someone having a bad day, it, it's such a, a positive exchange when you can crack a little joke and, and just have and see someone smile, see a friend that, that was feeling a little bit down be uplifted by the, by the end of that conversation or that day. Now, a big part of this message is about identifying the roles that we can actually take on to continually contribute back to society and the world. And this is a more daunting task than it might initially come off as because, as we all know, especially through our age group, not many of us actually know what we want to do in our lives. This is even more prevalent in those younger than us and even in some cases those older than us. It's not an easy thing to, to identify and find that one thing that, yeah, that you're so passionate about that you can get so good at that you feel like you can actually make a meaningful impact on the world. But this goes in line with the message that I'm trying to say. If we haven't identified what the role is or what the, the, the thing that we can contribute to is, our responsibility shifts to finding out what we can, in that case, contribute to. I think if you are the, the type of individual that will try something, get discouraged, and then back off of trying different things because of a fear of failure, for example, then I think it's really a matter of, of self-dignity. I think you need, to, you need to actually take it upon yourself to say, no, if I'm not good at this thing, then fine, I'm going to figure out what I am good at and try and make the world a slightly better place on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, moving on to the bulk of the statement, we need to find, like I said, the area, the domain that we feel like we can contribute in. And once again, I believe that it's our responsibility to bear as much weight in that domain as we possibly can. 
I think it's only fair that we, we find that for, again, in exchange for the life that we've been given, the opportunities that we've had, the beautiful things that we've seen, that we can try and take that burden. Now, unfortunately, we have a few societal tendencies to equate age with wisdom or superiority. And I'd like to really question these assumptions and more so advocate for the fact that everybody is born on an equal playing field. I'd just like to highlight again that the, the act that one must make does not necessarily need to be grandiose in nature, like we've already said. Everybody from the garbage disposal person to the president to everything in between are all serving an equally valuable role in society. In some cases, some could argue that the person taking out your trash is even more valuable than the politician. <laughs> but regardless, everybody is contributing to the society as a whole, and that is how it should be. There is no less respect for anybody participating in any of these jobs because that's the role. That's the part of society. It's, it's everybody contributing together for the greater good. I would also like to highlight again the claim that age does not necessarily equal superiority. Of course, there are definitely more experiences that one can have when they age, but that doesn't mean that, that you need to, by definition, respect that person more just because they've been around longer. We're going to grow to the same age, and I don't think that that makes it any more special to be older. It's a matter of, do you earn that respect? Have you earned that love, that admiration, that place in society? In fact, I think the true way to grow and, and gain the, the love and the, the respect of other people is by continuously trying to, first of all, improve yourself. Try to make learning a daily, lifelong practice where you are constantly trying to better yourself, once again, in the aim to be able to give other people. The secret to living is giving people. If you can give people joy, give people your service, give people your love, your happiness, your, your respect, that is the true fulfillment in life. And I feel like that, trans that transcends age. In fact, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, the younger generation, I think because we've grown up in a world that, that almost encourages self-help development, it, it's kind of made us more perceptive to how we we approach other people. It, I think it's made us more, uh, more in tune with our own emotions, with how interconnected we might be. Even though the world is getting more divisive, I do think that there are tendencies for people now to almost unify under this feeling of, of isolation a little bit. So just to wrap things up, I would like to re-emphasize our given responsibility to make the world a better place. There is no better fulfillment than being able to improve the lives of those around us, to improve the place that we live in, and to try and generally just make people smile. We are a very communal species. We, we thrive when we feel like our surrounding is in tune with us and we are in tune with our surrounding. And the best way to do that is by giving again. There is a tremendous amount of power and gratefulness and thankfulness that you can get from being able to contribute to the betterment of those around us. I feel like we need to let go of the egocentrism that revolves around materialism and trying to make financial success and career-based success because it truly takes away from, from this, this more global view. If we're tunnel-visioned into the one goal of making money, for example, then of course we're not gonna be able to have a truly soul-fulfilling life because sure, we've made the money, but what have we contributed in the end? We need to leave impacts. 
impact that can either be super small from, like I said, just making people smile on the side of the road, you know, tipping someone at, the, at a coffee shop and giving them a little compliment, anything. Those are the moments that matter in people's lives. Those are the little things that change the course of someone's day. And I know that even when I've been in a very negative mood, for example, and someone flashes me a smile or something, it almost rewires my brain. Like, oh shit, I am, I'm happy, I'm alive, I'm grateful. And that's what I really wanna leave everybody with. So thank you for tuning in again. I know this was, again, a little bit of a shorter episode, but we're getting back into the swing of things. And I am very, very much looking forward to seeing everyone in the next episode. Peace.